listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. And now, here are tonight's hosts, KC and SSF1991. Good evening everyone, welcome to Radio Sega. We play the best Sega music 24-7 and tonight we have a very special edition of the Sega Lounge for you all. Welcome, I'm KC, also known as David, live from Portugal and my co-host is all the way over there in the US. Hello Donnie, welcome back. Hi everyone, it's raining again. <laughs> yeah, same here, don't worry, but yeah. And uh, a little bit further, I think, we also have this week's special guest. So everyone say hello to Cory Marshall. Hello, Cory. Hello, all. Hello. Uh, you do sound familiar, though. Not sure why. I don't think we ever had you on the show, but... Hmm. You do have a familiar voice. Maybe we'll find out why in a bit. <laughs> Welcome to the Sega Lounge, and uh, thank you for, for joining us tonight, because it's really an honor to have you on the show. Before we jump into the interview with Corey Marshall, and before we tell everyone who he is, for those maybe one or two people that don't know who he is, the ones that's been living under a rock, uh, let us tell you how you can interact with us. And because we have a special guest and we have, uh, in, we're doing this live, you can send us your questions. Uh, if you want to join us in the IRC chatroom, you just go to radiose.ga, so radiose.ga forward slash IRC. Just type that into your browser window and you will be able to join us uh, in the IRC chatroom. Or you can open your preferred IRC client and access IRC rc.surrealchat.net that's our server and the chat room is of course Radio Sega so that those are the two ways you can uh, use to join us in the IRC chat room where all the magic happens of course and all the craziness as well or you can mention uh, Radio Sega at Radio Sega on Twitter uh, if you want to use the hashtag the Sega Lounge that would be uh, awesome because it would make my job easier but if you just mention uh, at Radio Sega I'll be able to uh, to find you as well and mention you on air uh, send us your questions for for Corey and we'll be we'll try to squeeze them in the, the interview as we go if you join us in the IRC chat room you'll uh, see there are a few guys already there so let's say hello to Trigon with Woo21 voice underscore Spondy Corey hello Corey uh, City Hard DJ Kino e Flexstyle, Keskitalo, SSF1991, also known as Donnie, Trekkie, and Tweeny. So hello, everyone. And we've just been joined by Save Shenmue as well, which I think is the hashtag of the moment. Save Shenmue, who says, that, I see. That's been the hashtag of the last two, three years, though, hasn't it? Probably so, probably so, yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yes, so we'll probably talk about that in a bit as well. And as um, as Safe Shenmue entered the chat room, he typed. I see. Yes, exactly. 
uh, anyway <laughs> yes that's the kind of show we do here Cory so yes uh, <laughs> Uh, so let's also say hello to people who mentioned us um, on Twitter already. We've been mentioned. Oh, this is going to take a while. Uh, <laughs> Abdullah El Hental or something like that. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Yanet Nava, James Rayner, uh, Shenmu 500K, uh, DJ Kino, Buta, Tweeny, um, Rexy, Rabbit, Shenmu fans. Um, who else? DJ Valentine as well, our good friend, and the winner is you, and Dan, at uh, GVI, uh, GViper8, that's uh, the Twitter handle, so uh, apparently not that many, I thought there were more, but uh, in a bit we'll try to look at Twitter again, so thank you everyone for listening, and before we jump into the interview with... Um, with Corey Marshall, uh, we usually have uh, a quick news roundup uh, done by Donny, so uh, which we call Donny's News Corner. So, in a very quick fashion, Donny, would you like to just do a quick uh, roundup of the news, or maybe two or three topics you'd like to mention? Well, for the most part, it's just been Sonic, 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 pretty much. Not <laughs> uh, just Sonic Boom titles have been mentioned. Uh, there's a Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric charity stream by Find the Computer Room, or FTCR, uh, coming up on the 15th, which is uh, nine days from now. Mm -hmm. uh, there are TV commercials airing for Sonic Boom now, so yeah, there's been a lot of Sonic Boom news. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so uh, there's a, a demo for the 3DS game. That's currently up uh, on the Nintendo eShop as well, so if you have a Nintendo 3DS, you can uh, try the game. I tried it for a few minutes this morning myself. Um, it's interesting. Can't really say anything else because it was really... I just tried it for a few short minutes, so maybe I'll have a new... Uh, have some impressions to give to everyone on the show on Radio Sega Stop 40 Countdown on Monday. Who knows? Maybe not. Who knows? But yes, yeah, so it's been Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. Anyway, yep. um, we're not talking about Sonic uh, all that much tonight. We're talking about Shenmue, <laughs> right? Perhaps. So before we jump into the interview, how about we do a quick, quick, quick music break and play a song that um, Corey picked for us tonight. And it's a Shenmue song. Yes, so from the original Shenmue, we're just going to play uh, the theme of Shenmue, of course, and I'm just stalling because I'm trying to find the file. I'm so professional. And uh, there you go. So here we are. Just cut it there for everyone to listen to. And when we get back, we'll be jumping into the interview, talking uh, with Corey Marshall about stuff. Who knows what? Maybe we'll talk about Shenmue. Not sure why we do that, but yes. So everyone, welcome to the Sega Lounge. We'll be right back after this quick music break, playing the theme song for Shenmue.
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We just played the theme for Shenmue from the original game, of course. And that was a song that was uh, requested, actually, by Corey Marshall, our guest tonight. So, hello again, Corey, and thanks for joining us on the Sega Lounge. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. So, uh, for those that don't know, uh, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. My name is Corey Marshall. Uh, many of you know me from the Sega game Shenmue. Uh, I play the character of Ryo Hazuki. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what we're here to talk about tonight. <laughs> yes. So uh, for those two or three people who didn't know, yes, we have the voice sector, the English voice sector for Ryo Hazuki from the Shenmue series on the show tonight. So yeah, um, but I I actually know that you didn't start off as a voice actor, right? You used to be, for example, you used to be a professional dancer, right? Uh, that is correct. Yeah, you, I started my career when I was pretty young, uh, and I did uh, live performances, uh, stage performances, just acting. Um, graduated into dancing eventually. I think it came from my uh, martial arts background. I had studied uh, first I had studied Taekwondo and I had studied uh, several different martial arts after that but I think just my natural physicality um, sort of translated into that and you know I was able to they wanted me to do musicals and they saw that I could move really well so that kind of translated into dance and then really um, I guess you could say my later teen years I started to take dance real seriously and that's what I ended up going to college for there in uh, Purchase, New York ended up studying uh, ballet and uh, modern dance and uh, yeah I did that for a while I actually have I really enjoyed it, really loved it, and um, did some performances in New York City, even did some performances here in L.A. with uh, ballet, and, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit strange to go from uh, martial arts, uh, from, yeah, from martial arts to something as, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. as structured and as, you know, I don't know if you want to say beautiful as ballet, um, But, you know, this this has happened a few times before. I mean, uh, even Jean-Claude Van Damme went from, uh, you know, from ballet to, to martial arts. So he, he did it in the opposite direction. <laughs> But, yeah, so... Or I, I guess, he, yeah, again, it's, 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 it's interesting how life has kind of brought me along. Like you said, I've, I've done a lot of things. <laughs> Almost everything that, I can, that you can think of, so... Awesome, yeah. And I uh, know that you were actually um, a national uh, taekwondo champion as a child, right? You won a uh, tournament. Yeah, that's right. Well, within the uh, American uh, Taekwondo Association, they've they've uh, they've changed that now because they are so international. Um, the I had when they first started doing these tournaments yeah i i went all the way up and uh they ended up starting uh world tournaments and and uh I, in 19 
gosh, I think it was 80, 1989 and 1990, actually, I won back-to-back uh, -back world championships with uh, Taekwondo in sparring. Awesome. Yeah. So don't mess with Corey Marshall. That's <laughs> what we're trying to say now. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, w before you, you started doing voiceover or voice, or voice acting for video games for Shenmue specifically, uh, did you have a good relationship with video games, so to speak? Uh, did you play video games? Did you like them? Not really? Yeah, no, I did. I, I was I was a pretty pretty good video game player. <laughs> I yeah, I, I did spend a lot of my, my uh, young hours playing games and uh, have always been fascinated with them. Always played them. You know, it's it's interesting. I suppose uh, um, uh, I chose to get um, a uh, a different system. I had the uh, the uh, Nintendo system and I also and I also had the uh, the original uh, Sony system as well so the we're, thing shocked. Is my we're friend, all shocked yeah he, he had his <laughs> Sega system and we would go back and forth at each other's house and I would play his Sega games and he'd come over and, and, and we'd play my games but you know I guess the game that really kind of got me interested in uh, kind of epic role-playing games with story and music and everything of course was Final Fantasy and uh, I played that one religiously and I was all over that one and my friend me and my friends were really into that one and and that's really what sort of attracts me to a project um, like Shenmue because you have uh, um, you know characters that you can relate to right characters that you see yourself in or characters that you that you maybe you want to be something you see in that character that inspires you to do things and yeah role-playing games have always sort of been my favorite and i'm really quite honored to to be a part of uh shenmue and uh sega's uh sega, sega franchise and i don't know i'm uh, like i said it's just something that I that I used to play when I was young, and mm -hmm. it's uh, just amazing that I was able to uh, to to get into that business. So. Awesome, awesome. So you'd say RPGs are were always your favorite genre of video games, right? Yeah, you know, like I said, I've I man, I, I've I've played them all. You know, you're talking about uh, Sonic, and you know, I I used to really love uh, the Rally Racer on uh, on the Sega platform, and. Uh, those games have always really been fun and entertaining and you know we always used to love to challenge our friends and stuff like that but really yeah RPGs is, is where my heart lies and um, to, yeah, to be awesome. a part of that on Sega it's, just, it's a dream come true really yeah so um, I actually was going to, to ask you if you were familiar with Sega games before you worked on Shenmue but you already said your friend had a, a Genesis perhaps or yeah it was uh, yeah it was Genesis yeah yeah and you played arcade games as well right yes that's right yeah okay okay nice nice uh, also uh, the the arcade games Sega arcade games are, are awesome so you didn't miss yeah, out I I love that, finding nice. uh, Sega arcade games just around the world somewhere. That uh, I, in fact, uh, last time yeah. I saw a whole pack of Sega games was in uh, 
was in Vegas and I ended up <laughs> taking a little break from vacation just so I could uh, throw some throw some change into those uh, machines and play those. I love I love Sega arcade games. They're really good. Yeah, same here. Awesome. Okay, so um, I think the, the question uh, we should ask right now is how did you get into voice acting? Because I think Shenmue was your first uh, ever uh, game you did uh, voice acting for, right? Yeah, it sure is, you know. Um, how did that come to happen? Really sort of by accident, I suppose. So, yeah, at the <laughs> time I was going to college for dance And uh, like I said, I had uh, previous acting experience. And I had done some uh, some little bits of uh, filming there in Texas before I had moved to New York. And uh, they had filmed uh, Rough Riders out there and they had uh, got some Walker Texas Ranger out there that I was in and um, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, most of my acting had been on stage. And so I was going to school for dance, and I, there's this uh, publication that comes out called The Backstage, and it lists a whole slew of auditions, and I, and I was going through it, and I happened to see that, uh, yeah, that, oh, they didn't, they didn't say who they were, but they said that they were doing uh, an audition for a gig that would be, um, that we would have to go to Japan and uh, stay there and do the uh, voiceover work for a major video game. And I thought, wow, um, that sounds pretty awesome that I'd have to go to Japan and live there for a little while and work doing voiceovers. Okay, so <laughs> I, uh, I just auditioned for it, you know, and it's, it, it's really interesting because the way most auditions go is that you, you do an audition And sometimes you just forget about it because it's weeks later, maybe even months later. I mean, I've done auditions where they've called, I've, you know, I did an audition once where they called me a year later for the project that I had auditioned for. So when I had auditioned for Shenmue, they called me almost immediately. I would say maybe two days later and they said, hey, we really like you a lot. Um, could you come in and um, we have some we have some uh, some of our staff that we would like you to you know do the audition for one more time and I was like okay sure great and so I came in and uh, they really didn't need me to change much I mean the, the thing is the character they they just said hey could you make your voice just a little bit higher um, maybe just one pitch right just one just one up because they wanted the character to sound a little younger. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, sure. But I really didn't have to change much at all, you know? They just sort of seemed to like me. They just seemed to like, like you know... Yeah, they, that's why like your voice sounds thing. familiar to us. Because you, <laughs> right, you sound, sound just like Ryo Hazuki. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah uh, Sif Shenmue uh, is, is asking, did you drink a Jet Cola? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, the, you know, the Shenmue jokes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, what's great about living in Japan, well, a lot of people know this now because of the uh, grocery stores, of all the really uh, fascinating drinks <laughs> and snacks <laughs> that uh, that Japan has, and that was quite an adventure to actually go there and try out weird things like Picardi Sweat. And, uh, 
you know but yeah it did remind me like when i was in the game and the character would go into the into the uh stores it's like oh man that's that is pretty accurate you know (laughs) they have some strange things to do so yeah so you said you auditioned for a certain uh, or with with certain sega uh, staff members right sega of uh, japan or sega of america You know, it's uh, interesting. It kind of happened uh, on the other side of the uh, voiceover glass. You know, to be honest with you, I don't even know who was there. It's kind of dark and secretive. And I I kind of thought it was part of the whole uh, project. I was like, oh, maybe it's a secret project that we're not even... Because, again, they didn't tell me who they were. They didn't tell me, uh, you know, what the... They told me a little bit about what the project was. And um, and I and I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe they don't want to really re- reveal what it is, even to the uh, to the actors who are auditioning. So, you know, I never even knew who was there. You, <laughs> you could know? have in- ended up doing uh, instructional videos for uh, the mafia or something. I know. This is how you hold a gun. This is how you <laughs> kill someone. I see. I know, and I had to go to yeah. They'd, they'd have me go to Japan, and uh, I don't know. Like you said, there's there there is some mafia influence there, just like there is in a lot of places. But yeah, that's that's. I think that's me being a young teenager. I think that's a fear that my mom had. She thought that I would go to Japan and that they would, you know, I don't know, put me in some slave camp or something like that. Because you know, it's like, oh well, it's a it's a game, mom. They just bought me a ticket to Japan. See you later. You know. Don't worry, mom. It's not China. <laughs> oh my, yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, th- that's interesting. I, I th- actually thought the auditioning process would be in front of people, and not uh, in a in a, a voiceover room or something. Yeah, behind the they, glass. It, yeah, they did decide to. Uh, I guess they wanted to have it recorded in a professional style, and they wanted to send that off to Japan, perhaps even yeah, to have perhaps, uh, yeah. Mr. Suzuki himself uh, mm-hmm. uh, listen to it. And, but yeah, the, the audition happened really fast, and they ended up hiring me really fast. And I, get, I don't know if that's a Japanese way of doing things. They're just like, all right, well, this is it. Hit, go, and let's let's have the ball rolling. But yeah, I've again, I've I've auditioned for things and forgotten about them. <laughs> And uh, I ended up getting the role later, and it was great that it happened so fast. I, uh, you know, I had to end up stopping my college um, to do that. I was uh, enrolled, of course, full time in the uh, dance program there at SUNY Purchase, and um, which is also a really great school. I don't. I, I was pretty lucky to get in there i don't know how or why but i don't know maybe i was just a guy and not too many dudes do ballet but i was i I was pretty lucky to go to that school as well but that that aside i had to stop and uh to 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 spend so much time in japan because the first time i went was i think was for four months second time was three months and i had you know had to kind of stop everything i was doing here and it's It's good because it, it led me where I am today, and uh, even with this uh, new business that I'm involved with. So, awesome. Yeah. So you you were in Japan four months the, the the first time, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. So that was the whole the, the 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 period of time the whole recording process took, 
or did you have time to to go sightseeing to get accustomed to the Japanese culture as well or did yeah, you just they, record non-stop 24 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny you know um, they gave me a script man that was you know a few inches thick every day because they want you when you interact with different characters they just wanted me to say different you know the same thing again and um I thought that that was interesting that they chose not to you know record it once I suppose and then and then just play that same soundbite over and over again they they did choose to yeah they gave me a really big thick script every day and it had everybody's you know character in it it had all their lines and um uh and you know they're really in depth i mean even the people they they gave me a list of all of the characters major and and non-major characters if you speak to this person if this person talks to you on the street they had uh their full name they had where they were from they, they had their blood type they had um all of this information just for like I said, really minor characters that you would have, you know, some street vendor that you talk to or something like that. That sounds exactly And like what uh, the mafia would do. <laughs> <laughs> These are your targets. <laughs> Read up. <laughs> know everything about them. Mm, indeed. But, uh, yeah, so, but, you know, they were very uh, kind to me as well. And they did give me a week off uh, both times I was there to uh, enjoy Japan and go wherever I wanted and um, but even then you know sometimes uh, uh, if it was a really heavy uh, day with other characters they wanted me to, to be there and to interact when we had major scenes right oh, awesome. with the characters that were there a lot of um, a lot of studios will have people come in separately do all of their lines and if they have a other characters they'll have them do those characters well as well and then split all right thanks see you later mm -hmm. we've got everything yeah um but the way that they chose to do it there at sega which is really great they had uh multiple people come into a room and of course sometimes there's like five people in one room and um you you all do a scene together which is so much better because you really get a lot of uh energy off of each other and sometimes you're doing a line And you, and you don't know how that other person has done that line in other projects because they haven't voiced it yet. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, maybe you won't even get that. So your reaction might be different it, uh, depending on how the other actor chose to do it. Like, man, maybe they went really over the top with, with this line. And, wow, he's really angry. Maybe they chose it that particular way. But... If you're a voice actor, maybe you don't know that. Maybe you don't know that that other character is really angry. Maybe he's really brought up the pitch in his voice, and maybe that you would <laughs> do it a different way. So, yeah, Sega chose to have all those people in a room, which was really great for the actors to, to, to feed off of each other, to hear what the other actors are doing, and to, and to react off of that and do your lines uh, accordingly. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So, uh, what kind of uh, prep work did you do for for uh, Ryo Hazuki? Uh, when you got to Japan, you didn't know what uh, what the character was like and what the project was, right? Not yet. When you um, first got to Japan, 
Yeah, no, they 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 gave me scripts. They gave me a lot of details, a lot of uh, visual details as well. They mm -hmm. they gave me um, detailed background on the game, where you know where it was taking place, when it was taking place. Um, they did give me uh, some video for me to watch of the Japanese version. Mm -hmm. And when I when I got there. Uh, they gave me the they gave me the console they gave me the game and they said okay great this is the uh, um, English uh, subbed version play it all you want um, you know we, we we expect you to have fun and and play the game and and I was like great I have to come to work and play games sweet <laughs> so I got to uh, play the whole game all the way through and it, and, and it, I really did try to find um, the secrets but man they're really some of those secrets are are defined and uh <laughs> i I, I ended up voicing things and i was like man really this is in the game I, where was this <laughs> and uh yeah some things i just never found and it's it's great that uh <laughs> yeah. there's some of the games that even i haven't accessed yet only th only through voicing it, so. <laughs> yeah you were there but you can't remember uh, Steve Shenmue is saying uh, English subversion with Japanese audio. I think that's what you meant, that, right? That's right. That's that's what they gave me. They had the uh, original Japanese actors, and yeah, they they subbed it in uh, in English for, for uh, yeah for me to play. And I didn't know if I, I think you know I I prob I heard some information that some other people had access to that version somehow, some way, but uh, I, I'm not exactly sure how that was distributed. But hmm. um, yeah, that's that's what they gave me. Cool. By the way, did you uh, get to meet any of the Japanese voice actors that worked on the game, or just uh, the no, English no, ones? I didn't. Un unfortunately, I really didn't. I I would have loved to done. I would have loved that. But but uh, I I think it's just because when um, when the the Japanese go to work you know they really kind of put their heads down and 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 get the work done and i i, I would really have loved to meet the uh, japanese voice actors but I, i i did know what their work obviously through what i was playing and um i did uh i did check them out as far as their profiles are concerned and stuff like that so but i i i wish that i could have met them but hey it's all right <laughs> maybe for a with three yeah <laughs> who knows <laughs> yes uh what about the other um english voice actors um so y you already told us that you uh, actually recorded some scenes together did you get to hang out together as well or not so much outside of the yeah absolutely you know um in particular the voice actor uh, eric kelso who uh, ended up doing uh, Ren, he ended up also doing, um, uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name, uh, character in the first, uh, I think, with the suit. Yeah. Tie um, Master Chen's son, right? Yeah. I, I'm Which blank, I can't remember right he now. Also, he also did oh, yeah. uh, Fukuhara, and he also, he did a whole oh. bunch of characters. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, But yeah, Guizang. Him and I, is, because we did so many scenes together. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Guizang, somebody yeah, yeah. says, yeah, that's exactly who it was. Thank you for for reminding me. Uh, Save Shenmue. 
But uh, yeah, we we ended up being together so many times because our characters interacted with each other that indeed we did become friends. And uh, he's cool. He's he's from California. He's very tall. He's got red hair. He sticks out like a sore thumb in Japan. <laughs> Always wears like leather jacket, and you know, it's like twice twice as large as most most people running around in Japan. And you know, he's like he's kind of like a Viking. You know what I mean? He's got a beard. <laughs> everything he's such a cool guy and uh we ended up uh hanging out and we we became good friends eric kelso is a great guy awesome. so um for for a moment there i thought you were describing me considering i have red hair and i have a beard <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah so yeah you, you look you like know, a viking as well donny <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps not yes <laughs> Uh, Sefshen is saying uh, it would be amazing to find the original version Cory played, really, but probably that exists only in Sega's vault. Yes, perhaps, yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably true. You know, like I said, I, 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 somebody, somebody told me once, and I can't verify this, that they said that they were able to play that version, but I don't know if that's true, but it's probably right. It was probably only for Sega, maybe they had done that um, for people who wanted to play it. Maybe, maybe the other English actors who wanted to uh, play the game. Mm -hmm. um, man, I'd, I'd be amazed if they did it just for me, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised either because that's, that's the Japanese way, you know what I mean? They, yeah. really, they really do things, I don't know, they, they, they really kind of go overboard and make sure that everything is perfect. I don't know, they're, they're, they're very good workers that way, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but by, by the sound of you, uh, of you talking about uh, the, the the whole process of recording for Shenmue, uh, it sounds like you actually uh, enjoyed recording for this part more than other uh, parts you you actually did because of how Sega did things, how Japanese people do things, right? Yeah, um, I I think it might be my mark arts background and the, the, the background that I came from um, Taekwondo is uh, well at least when I was in, involved in it now it's things are a little bit different here in the States but it is kind of a militaristic um, martial art you know what I mean you have you have a very serious hierarchy you know you you kind of you, you kind of follow the rules you have you know there's there's a lot of discipline there's uh, and, and that's that's sort of translated for me I understood that when I went to Japan that that type of culture I know I know that we're talking about very different peoples here but I think uh, perhaps it's uh, 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 it's a bit more of a I could I could say it's a broader Asian culture where um, yeah there's there's a very you know specific structure a very specific order and um, you kind of You kind of uh, do your thing, and this and this, of course, can be a very positive thing, and it can be a very uh, negative thing as well. Some people just cannot do that, mm -hmm. and Americans are very famous for, you know, cutting corners, uh, you know, getting the job done, maybe a different way, sort of outside the box thinking, uh, which can be very good, but also could be very dangerous. Mm -hmm. uh, and but yeah, it was very interesting for me to come from. Um, a culture that that kind of prizes almost almost reckless thinking. You know what I mean? 
the, the American culture, I should say, in the United States, really is they kind of prize reckless people who who make it. You know what I mean? And and if you're and if you're reckless and you fail, then okay, well, you weren't smart enough or you didn't work hard enough or whatever. But you know, these these people, a lot of times they just they'll they'll fail and they'll fail and they'll fail and then maybe one one time they have a great company or they have a great idea or they have or they they become a famous actor or whatever the case may be but yeah it, it, from me coming yeah. from that type of, of environment and going into the japanese environment where things are very structured uh everything from the, your family life to your work to you know to uh school um it, they have all I, these you know, rules right and then follow yeah, them you know, I, i was fascinated i was fascinated by it of course uh just to see how everything works in a social structure and um i i myself could fit in there and 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 do uh, and and you know and 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 do that yeah. so yeah i think i think it's a, it's a western thing not just the us i'm from portugal and it's actually almost the same and it's all that there, there's all this debate about that because some people Don't, uh, some people follow the rules and they're not successful enough and then there's the other people that <laughs> break the rules and uh, have lots of money and have lots of success so there's all the debate about following the rules or doing it your own way and yeah I think it's a western thing Japanese people are more yeah. strict and uh, disciplined I think Sure. I mean, you can see enormous successes of people who have broken the rules, and you can say, "Oh, well, if you break the rules, then look how successful you'd be." But we, you know, <laughs> we're talking about like one percent of one percent. You know, like point one percent of the population, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but people just think the that those are the the ninety nine percent or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you you just uh, we talked about a bit about the, the process of recording for for the games. A any difference between recording for Shenmue and for Shenmue 2 uh, in the whole process and how you did things? Uh, any difference in your mind? Any difference uh, from Rio Hazuki in the first game to the Rio in Shenmue 2? Did you do anything different with the character? Uh You know, the only thing that they did tell me was that um, that the character is a bit more seasoned now. You know what I mean? So they said you could, you know, you could give him a little bit more. Uh, I guess you could say you could give him a little bit more meat as as you know as the voice actor. Maybe you could make him a little bit. Maybe you could make him a little bit deeper sometimes, or maybe you could. He he is a little bit more. Um, not aggressive but more outward towards some of his um uh some of some of his inter interactions with other characters mm -hmm. he, he was a little bit more laid back and i think maybe i think maybe too because he he ended up in another country you know in the, yeah. in the second game that he was you know a lot of people uh talk about him and his relationship with uh some of the female characters and You know, if you know anything about Japanese culture, of course, that's extremely Japanese. They're, they're you know what I mean? Their relationship <laughs> with each other. And, um, and and things were, you know, a little bit different in uh, the second game. And like I said, he just, they did say, yeah, things are a little, 
little bit different now. He's kind of in a different mindset, and he's yeah. So so things were a little bit different, but as far as the process is concerned, um, no, things were pretty things were pretty tight the first time, and the same thing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, things did move a little bit faster the second time, I think, because they. They, uh, they found so many actors uh, the first time around they were able to sort of call back these people and uh, you know pretty much get any English speaker in Japan to uh, come over and voice this game yeah um, that they were able to sort of have the same uh, uh, list of people I think maybe that's why things came a little bit faster the second time but that's about it Yeah. You mentioned uh, Ryo Hazuki's uh, interactions with female uh, characters, right? So he had Nozomi in the first game, and then they uh-huh. kept throwing different women at him uh, in the second game. Um, did it, did, did Ryo change from the first game to the second in regards to that? I don't think so. I think he, he actually uh, was still a bit naive when it came to women. Oh, for sure, yeah. He, um, you know, like, his character hasn't even really gotten there yet, you know what I mean? I think his young life had a lot of, uh, a lot to do with his father and his, uh, and his family in the dojo and, um, everything else, you know what I mean? That, that sort of life, so he hasn't, uh, as a character, really hasn't even gone there there I suppose you know what I mean and perhaps Nozomi was supposed to be that interest in his life but it didn't happen fast enough it just war just didn't happen at all you know and so yeah I think perhaps the 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 reason why they threw all these other characters is that um a lot of young men can see these uh women as things that they that they might be looking for you know what I mean there's the uh you know maybe there's the young reckless type who rides the bike maybe there's the sort of uh, uh, you know the, the woman who, who takes charge you know who's who's the one you know she's the one who's uh, who runs her own martial arts and maybe she's a little bit older maybe she's a little bit more wiser than you you know what I mean like maybe some young men <laughs> see these women <laughs> and uh, maybe see something that they might want in the future or maybe that's something that they're looking for but Yeah, I mean, you know, when you, I think when they're throwing these other female characters his way, it's just maybe uh, people can kind of relate to that character and be like, well, which one would I want to be with? You know what I mean? Which one would I want to spend my time with? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we'll, we'll ask you that in, the, in, in a few minutes. Which of them would you choose? But yes, uh, moving on for now. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> um, I was oh yeah uh, so the, the recording process and the whole um, the way the whole process worked for Shenmue 2 was exactly the same as Shenmue 1 uh, did you give you yeah. more information this time less information you know the um, stuff? They, they did they do they do reveal of course parts of the story to me before um, before we record but yeah I mean if as far as as far as the process is concerned it was pretty much the same um, but but the, the mood does shift from uh, of course all the players know this right a mood does shift from kind of a revenge a, a, a 
revenge quest to um, a, a quest of deeper meaning. You know, there's some mystical stuff involved and things kind of really change, especially toward the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, yeah, the, the, the mood of it changes. Uh, but as far as process is concerned, that, that was definitely the same. But um, again, with the character development, um, he does kind of realize that there is something else with this mirror that uh, but he's not really quite sure you know what I mean so things I, I, I mean again it's toward the end things really do change and I think probably for the, uh, the third installment that uh, who knows uh, <laughs> uh, things might change a lot let's see yes let's see one day perhaps yes we'll stop guessing Uh, Save Shenmue uh, actually is uh, asking something interesting. How Shenmue has changed the lives of many different people in your viewpoint? So, you know, or and why? Why, why do you think that happened? I think that this is true. This is actually true for me personally. Uh, but um, wh why do you think Shenmue is so important for, for as many people as it is? Yeah. Well, um... Yeah, I'll try to answer that in two parts. So, as far as how it's changed, you know, I've heard people tell me all kinds of things. I've heard people tell me that they have chosen the career that they have because of Shenmue. I've had people tell me... Um, Do that, they run Lucky Hit stands? What's that? <laughs> Did they choose to uh, run Lucky Hit stands? because of shit. Okay, well, here's, here's for an example, right? <laughs> so somebody, I mean, somebody even told me once that uh, they that they learned to speak English playing my game. Um, and that helped them get uh, their, they, they have, they are in a business now and that because they started learning and that they actually learned English playing my game, that they're in a better position now in life in their business because they, because they learned to speak English playing my game. Um, yeah, I've heard people tell me, of, you know, again, I'm a developer now, I, you know, I, I, I do games, I do, uh, you know, all, all, all kinds of things that, that people have said, Shenmue has really got me, I've people who do films now, people, uh, I met a young, um, at the time he was a, a um, an assistant director, and he said, I got into this business, uh, and your game is really one of the he said one of the uh uh top three games he didn't even tell me the others i think but he said that my game was the top three games why he got into um i think it's, it's shenmue shenmue 2 and shenmue 3 <laughs> <laughs> wow and why why it is why it why it's like that i think um well no again when it's a story when you have a great combination of uh story music uh character it it brings people in to the story right and they and they want to play it and they end up, and it ends up becoming a part of their life where you know they end up going home and they play it every day for months you know and it becomes yeah. a pretty significant part of their lives i mean if you can imagine going into um You know, let's just say you're going into, uh, you go to college and you end up going to college in Great Britain or something. You know, that being in Great Britain is going to change who you are, your personality, you know, how, how you do things. 
and and I think because the game is it was one of those games that was pretty comprehensive at the time. I mean, it was very large. It was, you know, people did think of it as another world. I think that it really kind of brought people into a different state of mind, and it ended yeah. up kind of changing who they were. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think most of us that grew up with video games um, thought of Japan as that mystical place overseas and uh, being able to immerse yourself in that world being in Japan in 1986 was actually awesome yeah mm -hmm. yeah it really did bring you uh, into another place this is that you know uh, with games it's, it's different than a movie so if you go to a movie you pay your you know whatever your 12 15 dollars to go to a movie and you entertain for two hours maybe you'll talk about it for a little while but when you when you play a game you play it for a long time and you, you really sort of immerse yourself into that and um you know if you allow it if you allow it it really does change your life and i'm 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 happy to be a part of of something that you know people have chosen um, to, to be a part of their lives. Yeah. So, uh, uh, related to that, uh, in your viewpoint, are video games an art form? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't, you know... This is turning into a serious interview now. Uh, I'd like to apologize to our listeners. Any part of it that's not. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything that uh, is not an art form when it comes to games, right? I mean, first of all, you have to, you have to create something, so it is creative. Um, you have to have your imagination, even if it's uh, even if you're just you know you're playing uh, Doom, right? Where you're going through a maze and you're you know you're blowing up uh, creatures. It, it's like that. You have to you know it's, it's a creative process. So. In the very, um, in the very uh, surface sense of it, yeah, it, it's definitely an art form. But um, when you when you look into it, yeah, a little bit deeper, is it an art form? Uh, and and in any other way, yes, because um, art is supposed to, uh, you know, it intrigues people, it makes people think, it um, it. You know, it, an artist is trying to bring other people into their world, right, into their mind. And and indeed, when you have a game like Shinmu, you you are changing people's perceptions. Uh, you, you know, you're you're bringing them out of who they are and what they are in their world. And yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, like you said, you're. In Japan in 1986 this this is uh, it's it's definitely a, it's definitely an art form yeah I think that the whole Shenmue experience really can change a person's life yeah so yeah let me see if we had any uh, oh save, save Shenmue said I always wanted to follow a career of driving forklifts but in reality is not that easy Oh, <laughs> yeah! I always wanted to own a lucky hit stand, but 
Alas. Yes. You know, I've always wanted to take a forklift and race it around with a bunch of other people and start slamming into walls and other people and stuff like that. But I think that that's probably not as easy as well. <laughs> it would be amazing. Yes. One of the things I, I think um, also... Uh, it's also awesome in, in Shenmue is the soundtrack and you actually when I asked you if you wanted us to play any Sega songs you mentioned the Shenmue theme and you said it was one of the most beautiful pieces of music uh, you've ever heard or something uh, do you think the soundtrack has some influence in how people uh, say that Shenmue changed their life? Um, yes, uh, because, you know, um, you know how sometimes when you, when you catch a, a, a whiff of somebody's perfume or something like that, and it instantly brings your mind back to uh, a different time in your life, um, when I, when you hear that soundtrack, and you hear those uh, particular instruments playing, it really does bring me back to that, to that time in my life. And it reminds me of what was going on, what was happening, the things, the people I was involved with. Uh, um, so, and, and even today, I mean, even when I go down to uh, Chinatown here in, uh, in Los Angeles, And uh, I hear music playing. You know, even weird. You know, even when I'm in a supermarket and I hear the supermarket music <laughs> playing, which is ridiculous. It, uh, it it reminds me of Shenmue. And uh, uh, but as far as yeah, as far as like a, uh, it really does bring back that nostalgic feeling, right? It really does. It, it even kind of. Uh, I don't know, my brain is definitely sending signals down to my body and it's releasing, I don't know, endorphins or something like that because it really does give me a happy feeling, uh, a nostalgic feeling, and um, it, it... If only so, uh, so, yeah. Western supermarkets... Vibes, for sure, I think it does. Yeah, if, if only supermarkets, Western supermarkets had uh, an awesome tune like the tomato convenience store <laughs> if only yes. I know I have to go to Little Tokyo to get, to get the soundtrack of my life so <laughs> you know it's great actually where I where I live here in Los Angeles so they do have they don't have a tomato market but they do have a tomato bank oh. and uh, I ended up taking a picture of <laughs> tomato bank and I thought that, that was pretty cool I can imagine the, the adverts on television using the, the music. Yes. Well, I think um, it's time we do a quick break, quick music break. And when we get back, we'll ask you a few more questions and we'll have the Sega Lounge Challenge, which we haven't talked about yet. But, All right, um, sounds good. Yeah, don't say that because you don't know what's coming. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you challenging Andy, me? Yeah, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Oh uh, man, I hope not. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna fail. So. <laughs> we'll be back in three minutes. We'll just play uh, one of Shenmue 2's tracks, airing out books, which is actually an awesome mini game in the game. 
So keep it here, this is the SEGA Lounge on Radio SEGA. We'll be right back. To the Sega Lounge with SSF 1991. Donnie. And KC only on Radio Sega. Yes, we're back. <laughs> Sorry for that, missed my cue. Well, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega, and tonight we're talking with Corey Marshall voice actor for uh, Shenmue, the voice of Ryo Hazuki. Hello again, Corey. Hello. Uh, we're having an awesome time uh, with you, and I think it's time we do uh, an important question. 
So okay. you were you were a, a taekwondo champion. So who yeah. would win in a fight? Ryu Hazuki or Cory Marshall? Um <clears throat> This is it people. That, the important question you know, start now. Be, you know, it might be like an unbeatable uh opponent beat, beat Beats. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of like an immovable force meets a. Uh, I think probably it'll be so epic that we'll just have to stop and maybe grab some drinks and before the earth attack or something like that. Uh, good answer. Good answer. Okay, so it ends in a draw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the universe would break. Yes. Or uh, Corey Marshall versus Chuck Norris. Uh, Oh, well, see, this is hard because, you know, again, with him being Walker, Texas Ranger and me being from Texas, uh, <laughs> that's hard. You know, he does have a pretty epic beard. Mine's a little longer than his, but hers is his. He's got like so much hair on his face. <laughs> it's like, you know, the number. I don't know. It, that's that's a hard one. Um, I don't think I could fight fair if it was a fight between me and Chuck Norris. I think I would have to I'd have to whoop out something that. uh Or maybe I could just do what Bruce Lee did, you know? Bruce Lee. We, have, we all have to remember. Beat Chuck Norris. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The only person on earth to do so. Yes. Well, um, another question. Did you get to meet um, Yu Suzuki while in Japan doing work for Shenmue? Yeah, I sure did. And, and that, was, uh, that was quite an honor. They... They, he he ended up being in the uh, uh, he ended up being in the building one day, and uh, they invited me up to uh, to meet him. And um, wow, it was it was great. It was uh, it was a brief encounter because uh, we had again we had work to do that day, but um, it it was great, and I and I really enjoyed it. And I and I let him know that I was a fan, and, and uh, I enjoyed his work, and it was an honor, it was an honor to be uh, working on one of his projects, and especially one that that I was uh, so so interested in, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, that's about it, you know. We did. I did have to speak through a translator, but um, it was great. Yeah, he seems like a, a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. Was there anything uh, in the script that you tried to change, or you changed, or wanted to change? Are you kidding me? Like every day, <laughs> <laughs> like every single day. Um, um yeah, I, and you know, I've talked about this before too, where um, you know things get kind of lost in translation from Japanese to English, and we worked hard. We had some uh, English translators there, native speakers, and um, uh. Yeah, we 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 put it our we gave them our input. Um, they they gave us uh, their input, and yeah, it, it 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 was it was a back and forth. There was definitely some give and take, but um, yeah, for sure, there there were some things where like, wow, you really you just can't say this. This does not. <laughs> and, and and I'm trying to think of an example right now, but I think we can all think of some examples within the game that sound a little. Um, you know, interesting. I think everyone's But, uh, thinking about one right now. I know. Right now, we're all thinking of uh, you know something about 
sailors or you know, <laughs> um, or about learning you know <laughs> a particular martial arts moves when it comes to birds and stuff like that <laughs> but yeah um, so it was a lot of give and take and and they and, and they said yeah but you know because it's still a Japanese game because we still want that that, that feel and we still want um, uh, things to be said a certain way you know what I mean so yeah. it, it's just yeah, they, they said it has to have this feel it has to be like Shenmue it has to be like the original as much as we can because you know again we're we're, we're trying to bring people into a different world and yes sometimes things things are a little strange and things are a little different but I think that's part of the appeal anyway right I mean people love that stuff so yeah what, what can you actually say? what was it wrong I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I could play Shenmue now without uh, all the, the sailors references and everything I know right it's just it's been going on for years so we have a, we have a whole uh, a whole book to pull from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, um, how many times have you walked into a bar asking for sailors? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's been a lot more recently than uh, than in my youth. What can I say? <laughs> oh my! Yes. Um, <laughs> and Trini, Trini said, "I'm thinking about chicken fajita tacos." So yeah, uh, thanks for oh, that. Oh, good. Well, thanks for, for sharing. It's better than uh, learning how to swallow, <laughs> learning the swallow, <laughs> or, <laughs> or or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so martial arts moves don't don't exactly translate into English. So. Oh <laughs> um, yes. We could go on for days. I actually have a surprise for you. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but um, some people on the internet have uh, recorded, have made and recorded a few prank calls using Rio's voice. Not sure if you yes. know that. Yes, and it's amazing. If anybody hasn't heard it, they need to. Yeah, so since it's just... Um, Less than two minutes long. I wanted to play one of them and get your feedback afterwards. Is that okay? Yes, please. Let's let's do this. Let's uh, listen to Ryu calls Terry's gold, and he's actually a bit angry. Let's take a listen. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Terry's gold. Hello. Hello. Where's Terry? <laughs> um, may I say who's calling? I'm Joel Hazuki. Joel Hazuki? Yeah. Can you hold, please? Uh, okay. <laughs> Hello? Hello, this is PJ. How can I help you? Hello? It's real. Who? Where's Terry? Uh, who's this? I'm Joel Hazuki. Okay, and you're calling in reference to? Terry. You're calling in reference to to do what with Terry? Hello? It's real. Yes, you're telling me the reason why you're calling Terry. I have a question. About? The Chi Yu Men. About what? What? 
What do you say? Hello? I'm here. Waiting for you to tell me what the reason you're calling Terry for. I have a request. And the request is? I want to ask you about that man. <laughs> what man? <laughs> Terry. And I don't know who you are, so you're not going to give me any information from me. You lying? Why would I lie? <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Who is this? Hello? It's real. Who? What do you say? I say I'm about to hang up. Don't what forget do to say goodbye. That? What? <laughs> don't forget to say goodbye. Hmm. If you're going to keep doing this, don't call back. I will have my revenge. Cracks me up every time. I know. It's I. I could probably listen to that once a day for the rest of my life and not get tired. This is really epic. So, any thoughts? You should this should do this sometime. Yeah, you know, I've even seen people at videos uh, doing it live in the park, you know, going up to strangers. And I don't know yeah, how... It was um, Mega64, I think. Yes, yes. Um, it, it really takes some gall, man. It really... <laughs> that, that, that's brave. But, um, yeah. You know, and I love it, too. I mean, when I don't... I try not to take myself too seriously. So when people do stuff like that, uh, or if you're just... Even if you think it's hilarious how I say something or whatever, you know what I mean? I, I'm all for it, you know, because, again, I can't take myself too seriously. We're all just trying to have fun and play games. And um, <laughs> so when I hear stuff like this, it's great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but that was actually awesome. There were a few others. So if you want to listen to them, just go to YouTube.com and look it up. Yes, um, <laughs> and I, I wanted to ask you something, but I just forgot because this was awesome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, people, if you want us to ask uh, any other questions to Corey, you have until the end of the Sega Launch Challenge uh, to send us your questions at Radio Seg on Twitter. Or you can uh, send it, send them to me. Uh, let's see. Just double click my name in the IRC chat room. Otherwise, I'll lose track of the questions. Okay. So, Corey, we have a tradition here uh, on the Sega Lounge. Okay. It's called the Sega Lounge Challenge. So every guest has to go through the Sega Lounge Challenge. Uh, the worst part is the intro, actually. So, okay. are you ready to take a listen to the Sega Launch intro? The Sega Launch Challenge intro? I don't think you are. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Launch Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. 
or as it'll be known after this week, uh, Terry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually the worst part about the, the challenge. Okay. But yes, it can be anything, actually. And um, we're doing something different this week. Uh, we've had quizzes, we've had in reverse music, uh, we never had. Uh, <laughs> uh, Don is laughing. Uh, a covers roulette. <laughs> what is a covers roulette? <laughs> it's something that I made up just before the show. So, the Sega Launch Challenge for the week is called Hazuki Covers Roulette. So, I have. Boy. I have um, 10 different songs. Uh, I have one popular uh, kids song, uh, one popular Sega song, uh, four 1986 hits, okay, because that was the, the year of Shenmue, uh, and four current pop hits. And they're all numbered 1 to 10. So, Corey. You'll have to pick uh, five numbers from one to ten. And what, what we want you to do is to read the lyrics that I'm going to send you uh, through Skype uh, with Ryuhazuki's voice and, and tone and okay. see how <laughs> these <laughs> songs would work if Ryuhazuki was the singer or the man reading the lyrics okay okay so it's a little um it's a little william shatner with uh Hazuki. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. exactly so uh do you want to start pick one number from yeah. one to ten and i'll send you the lyrics uh, on skype all right so, uh, do I pick a number now? Yeah, randomly, 1 Three. to 10. Choose wisely. Yeah, I choose number 3. <laughs> okay, so you picked the current song, and I'm... Uh, there you go. So those are the lyrics for All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you're ready okay do i get music or do i just read it uh, i don't have the music you can just read it or okay, if you right, want I'll to sing them it's okay you know what? I'll, I'll i'll do the i'll do the shatner version okay, okay. so okay let's pause the music because you know i'm all about that bass about that bass no triple. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No triple. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No triple. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No Tribble How's that? <laughs> That's awesome <laughs> Okay <laughs> Oh I got some more here I'm bringing booty back 
go ahead <laughs> and tell the skinny bitches, hey. <laughs> I, th- I think we're good. No, I'm just playing. I know you think you're fat. But I'm here to tell you that. Uh, I don't know. Can I, can I keep going? It's getting a little... Uh, I think, I think we're good. <laughs> suggestive. Yeah, I think we could. <laughs> I try to get different variations of anger, different variations, you know. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. He, he was really feeling it. <laughs> Deeply okay, weak there. Six now. Six. Number six. Number six. Let's see. Number six. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So you picked a 1986 uh, hit, and what a hit! Party all the time by Eddie Murphy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. I'll bring it up here just a second. <clears throat> okay. Girl, I can't understand why you want to hurt me. After all the things I have done for you, I buy you champagne, roses, and diamonds for your fingers. Diamonds on your finger. Still, I hang out all night. What am I to do? My girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> My girl wants to party all the time. All right. <laughs> oh my. Nine. Let's go with nine. Nine. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, this is a, a, a beautiful one. Yes. Uh, a 1986 hit from oh, the movie sweet. Top Gun. Uh, take my breath away by Berlin. Oh, this is great! All right. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> it just All get right. better and better as we go. <laughs> oh. All right. Watching every motion of my foolish lover's game on this endless ocean. Finally, lovers know no shame. That's my lyrics here, just a second. What am I? Wow. Okay, take my breath away. Take my breath away. Watching, I keep waiting, still, Anticipating love, never, never hesitation to become that fate one. Turning and returning to some secret place to hide, watching in slow motion as you turn to me and say, my love, take my breath away. Wow, that's awesome. That's really, All right. really deep. Maybe that's a good one. Maybe we should end right there. <laughs> <laughs> one more, can one I, more. Can I, I, can't, I can't take my breath away. That's the best one. <laughs> you can't beat this one. Or maybe you that's, can. 
It sounded it sound like uh, Ryu was singing at the Oscars for a moment there. <laughs> <laughs> that was epic. Okay, just one more. Good, yeah. It was making me, uh, make me a little hot under the collar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more. Okay, well, you one pick more. one this time. Oh, I, I can pick one. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I think we'll go with... Um, hmm... Number two. Okay. Okay. So let's. <clears throat> You're not going to have me uh, uh, speak in Portuguese, right? Because. Sadly, no. <laughs> sadly, no. No, no. Uh, these are the lyrics little... to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Because the haters going to play. Or. Um, uh, I'm skipping lines here. Here we go. Because the player's going to play. 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 Because the hater's going to hate. 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 Baby, I'm going to shake. 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 Shake it off. Heartbreaker's going to hate. Going to break. 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 And the faker's gonna fake. 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 Baby. <laughs> Baby. I just gotta shake. 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 How was that? <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That was awesome, I think. <laughs> that was awesome? Alright. I think this deserves. Um, an applause. Yes, I think you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you know, I think right there at the end, too, I was picturing Landy right in front of me. <laughs> you know, I was getting that deep, gravelly voice going on. I really wanted to tell him to shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> oh, my. Epic, epic. So. You know what? It's. If we put that in the third game, you won't even know what to do, and I'll just do a surprise attack, and that'll be it. That'll be the end of the game right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Shenmue 3 needs to have uh, karaoke. So, Ryo Hazuki doing some karaoke versions of songs. That would be awesome. Sega, make it happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Thank you, thank you so much, Corey, for being such a good sport. <laughs> sure, you know, I'd, I'd like to tell people uh, what's going on in my life right now, if I could. Go for it. Uh, yeah, awesome. So, yeah, I'm a part of a company now called uh, Make It Media, and uh, I will be uh, actually executive vice president of Make It Media in the games division. Mm -hmm. And uh, Make It Media is uh, it's a new company for... Uh, digital media entertainment and uh, technology um, now there's a lot of uh, see if I can kind of explain why I'm involved with it and I'll, and I'll give you some more details in just a minute I guess because uh, uh, we are involved with um, uh, like talent uh, talent acquisition and far as uh, bringing uh, different pe people of different backgrounds together and uh, hooking them up with people who are desiring to make 
um, projects like games or voice, you know, doing voiceover projects, or like I said, even if it's develop, uh, developing games and stuff like that. And there's a lot of stuff out there already that kind of does does that. Um, but really, uh, we're kind of a whole package. We're trying to make a one-stop shop, right, for for everything. We're making it more convenient and 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 certainly less expensive uh, for people to to join. But we're also doing a lot of original content as well. We'll be doing, uh, we'll we'll be developing games. We're also developing uh, television shows, uh, things involving um, even uh, sports and uh, television and stuff like that. So uh, really, we're looking to be really a one-stop shop for entertainment, right? So. Uh, let's see. For How can promotion, learn more as, about say, uh, as well as well as uh, entertainment platforms and internet, and television, and movies, and stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. So, how can people learn um, more about this project? Yeah. So, right now you can go to uh, makeitmedia.com and and you can kind of see the front page right now. Um, and actually, probably later on today, uh, here in the United States, it's only uh, 1.33 p.m. And um, uh, but probably later on today, there'll be a little bit. There's a little button there that says uh, "Games Preview," and you'll be able to see me talking a little bit more about uh, some of the games that we'll be doing. We're actually launching 15 new uh, mobile games and internet games. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're using new technology as far as uh, proximity detectors and stuff like that. So you can actually uh, be able to play games with people within your proximity and you'll be battling people that way. Uh, the first game that we're doing is called Blast. It's like a, it's a global uh, warfare strategy game. And uh, look, you know, we're really trying to do things that are a little bit different. And... Uh, We're also going to start offering uh, large cash prizes to people who are top five players. Now, some other people have done this before, too, but the prizes have been really minimal. You know what I mean? Like, you can win a few bucks here and there and stuff like that. But we're mm -hmm. actually offering, like, real cash prizes, large cash prizes for people who uh, will be the top five, five players. And we'll be offering that um, in just a little bit. Actually, uh, uh, Blast will be launching... Uh, th this month um, and should be pretty interesting we'll, we'll, we'll see how things going and in my department not only doing games and, and voiceover but we're also doing uh, digital comic books uh, for people to download or view with on the site we're also doing transmedia And, uh, you know, as our CEO Michael Williams likes to say, it's transmedia we're, we're trying to get 21st century storytelling basically uh, just trying to get the best, you know, of all the technologies to be able to tell stories in multiple different genres. And again, you know, people have done this with relative success but we're, we're really bringing it to the next level. So if people can go on to uh, makeitmedia.com And like I said, if they're doing that right now, you'll be able to see the front page and just be able to read yeah. a little bit of information about what we're about. But within the next couple of days, uh, you'll be able to see a lot more. And particularly, um, you'll see a, uh, a games preview button 
And if you click on that, like I said, later on today or tomorrow, you'll be able to see me talking a little bit more about the game Blast. Cool. Yeah. So, um, do you have any personal projects you're working on for Make It Media? Uh, anything you'll do the voice acting for or any other kind of... Yeah, well, um, with a couple of the projects coming up on Make It Media, I will be doing some voice of, uh, some voices for that. Um, there's also a, uh, speaking of transmedia, there'll be a, a transmedia project that I'll be working on outside of MEM uh, through a, a guy named Hal Hefner. I've actually uh, voiced some of his stuff before on his uh, online comic book called Gates. And um, so you could actually go on to, uh, if you look up Hal Hefner or if you look up Gates, which is his digital comic book, you'll be able to uh, see you'll be able to hear some of my voicing on that. And he has a new project. Uh, he's doing all kinds of exciting things. Uh, you know, he's doing some stuff with uh, Wrigley Scott right now. Um, but his per personal project uh, that he'll be launching here pretty soon, I'll be uh, voicing some stuff on that as well. Cool. So, uh, um, do you have any... Uh, what do you see yourself doing in the coming uh, years? In regards to voice acting, to video games, what would you like to do? More voice acting? Anything different? Um, you know, I, 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 I am starting to invest a lot of time into Make It Media. I do see myself uh, spending a lot of time on that project. Um, you know, again, with it being a startup, it does require a lot of attention sometimes and um, so I, I, I probably will find myself in there doing that work uh, again launching these games and getting a lot of uh, projects out as far as uh, some of the things that I had discussed before mm -hmm. and um, you know as far as voiceover stuff is concerned there's a lot of um, a lot of buzz going around out there about Yu Suzuki and about uh, uh, the Shenmue 3 project. And uh, I know a lot of people are really interested to know what I know. And the answer to that is, uh, you guys know as much as I do, unfortunately. <laughs> But, um, you know, with, with, my new, with my new business, and, and uh, I actually have something Uh, lined up as far as a uh, film and a documentary is concerned uh, should be happening later on this month that I'll be taking a uh, place that I'll be uh, taking a part of as well and that's also uh, involving Shinmu. we are interested in seeing what we can do on our end as well to uh, uh, to get the uh, Shenmue 3 project rolling <laughs> yes so Shenmue is saying make it media makes Shenmue 3 Rumors. <laughs> yes, yeah, start the rumors. And, uh, you know, again with uh, with our games that we're 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 currently launching um, internet and mobile games, um, app games, and stuff like that. Um, but we are interested. We are very interested in, in uh, doing multi multi platform games as well. So, mm -hmm. with that in mind, um, you know. Keep, keep the rumors flying. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes. Hashtag save Shenmue. Uh, on Twitter. Yes. Um, 
I asked for um, more questions from the listeners and uh, I actually got a few and they're all basically when is Shenmue 3 coming? So, <laughs> yes, that's right. Because we all know um, Corey Marshall owns the rights to Shenmue, so that's why we're always asking you to do something with the franchise. Well, so, that's, yeah. that's the big thing, right? Of course, is, is where the rights are, who wants to give them up, how much, how much they want to give it up for, and how much, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's the big thing. And, um, of course, I, I think we all know that, that Sega still has uh, the, the rights to Shenmue, is that correct? So, um, and that's why uh, Yu Suzuki has, interest, has uh, expressed interest in taking over the uh, franchise, and a lot of people know that too. And again, you know, uh, again with my with my new company, if things uh, go well, which it's it's looking like things might go well, um, I I would be interested in seeing what I can do with that as well. So. Cool stuff. So keep us posted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So people, of course, uh, stop asking. Uh, at least me. Go ask Corey uh, at Corey Marshall VO, and yeah, you can send him your hate tweets as well because he doesn't give you Suzuki the Shenmue license. He's such a meanie. <laughs> I'm joking. No hate tweets, please. He's a nice guy. Well, you just anything. Get saying... Sorry. You just get you just get tweets saying you're you're singing the Nemini Auto Tune zero to ten. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you should tweet at Corey Marshall VO and tell him how much you loved his versions of current pop songs and 86 pop songs as well. Yeah, because they were you amazing. Should. They were amazing. Uh -huh. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, I will, uh, yeah, you know, maybe maybe I'll do a singing version next time. I, I was feeling the, uh, the talking version this time. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll keep that dream alive. Yeah. You no, know, maybe, yeah. maybe you know, if uh, people are interested in Shenmue Three, maybe uh, I could put out an album of Hazuki uh, <laughs> exactly. doing uh, popular songs. Hazuki covers. Yeah, yeah you got absolutely. the title right there. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll do a little profit share from that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yes, anything else you'd like us to, or you'd like to promote, uh, you'd like to say, Corey, for our listeners? Uh, yeah, you know, again, um, you know, I guess one thing I do want to say before I go, um, I've heard a lot of people say that they have the greatest fans in the whole world and all that BS. Really, um, I have to say that I have the greatest fans in the entire world and the reason is is because of of their tenacity right i mean the, the way that uh, uh first of all the love of the game um they like me in it which is really fantastic and uh really the devotion that they have to see uh the the game continue uh even to this day people still talk about it daily you know and and I don't know anybody else who has that. You know what I mean. So people think they have great fans, but really, I, I think I have <laughs> the greatest 
greatest band ever. And I think Shenmue does. And I think uh, Sega has wonderful fans. And I think Yu Suzuki has fantastic fans. You know, I mean, somehow this this uh, storm has come together and, and, and made people really um, love and want um, Shenmue to uh, continue. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you to the fans because wow, um, I wouldn't be where I am uh, today, and uh, I, I, I my life certainly wouldn't be as interesting without you. So thank you to the fans. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Yes. Uh, before we go, before we go, let me just uh, remind you, uh, everyone, what shows are coming to Radio Sega in the coming days. Uh, in a couple of hours at midnight GMT, we have RSN Live with Voice coming to Radio Sega Airwaves. Uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. GMT, Rexy comes back with Sega Mixer Drive. Uh, I think there will be a Forever Sonics Random Hour uh, on Saturday at 10 p.m. GMT. And I will be back with Radio Sega Sub 40 Countdown on Monday at 8pm GMT uh, then we'll have the Cyber Razor Cut with Sonic Yoda Wednesday 8pm GMT and myself and Donnie will be back next Thursday at 8 with another guest and another Sega Launch Challenge and some more news and randomness because that's what we do I'd like to thank Corey Marshall very, very much for being on the show. It's been awesome uh, having you here. Uh, you're a great guy, and we wish you all the best for your future endeavors and for makeitmedia.com as well. Don't forget to go and check out makeitmedia.com and keep on uh, keep keep track of of uh, Corey's projects because maybe one day. We'll see Shenmue 3 happening. Who knows? You'll never know. Yeah. Yes. Guys, uh, thank, thank you very much for having me on the show. I, I really had a lot of fun. And uh, maybe maybe we'll do it again sometime. Maybe. Yeah, we'd love Definitely to. Definitely check out, uh, make it uh, check out uh, probably within the next couple of pay, within the next couple of days. So, uh, And you'll, you'll actually see some video of me as well on there. So. Cool. Yes. Yeah, it, it's really having you on and I'm glad you had fun and we had fun and that's what matters <laughs> yeah and the listeners had fun as well so it's always nice okay everyone this has been the Sega Lounge we'll end the show with an epic track uh, an epic Shenmue track from the orchestra album uh, we'll play the Morning Fog's Wave it's an awesome song it's five minutes long, but it's so epic. It's amazing. I've been KC. There has been a Donnie Hi. somewhere around here. I'm I'm here. Yes. Hi. <laughs> and we had Corey Marshall with us tonight. So thank you very much, Corey, once more for joining us. Be sure to tune in to RSN Live in a couple of hours. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Take care.
different guests, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 